Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the iBug Buzz for, what is this, March 8th, 2021. My name is Brad Snyder, and I'm your host for the first hour of this get-together. The iBug Buzz is an open forum discussion where we talk about all things iOS. That includes your iPhones, your iPads, your iPod Touch. We even talk about the Apple Watch and the Apple TV. This call is being recorded. And therefore, to help us keep down background noise and get a nice, clean recording, we ask that everybody stay on mute unless you are speaking. If you're joining us on the Zoom app on your iPhone, you'll find the mute button in the lower left-hand corner of the screen. If you're on an iPad, you'll find that mute button in the center near the top of the screen. If you're joining us from a Mac computer, you can use the keyboard command uh, command plus shift plus A, and on a Windows PC, that would be alt plus A. And if you're joining us by a regular telephone call, you can use star six to mute and unmute. We do not use the raise hand feature here at iBug. What we ask is that if you would like to speak, you unmute yourself, say your name, and wait for one of the hosts to call on you. And we promise to get to you as soon as we can. Uh, Let's see, what else is there? Uh, This call, like I said, is being recorded. And as with all of our other programs, will be available to listen to on demand via our website. That is ibugtoday.org. In addition to the website, this call is available as a podcast that you can get by searching for iBug Buzz on the podcast player of your choice, or you can ask your favorite smart device to play the same by, by asking for the iBug Buzz. Uh, let's see. I guess now let's go ahead and we like to go around the room and give everybody a chance to. Sorry, Brad. All right, so um, we're going to give everybody a chance to uh, say hello. So say your name and say who you are, where you're from, and if you've uh, if this is your first time calling in, please say that. Mark in Montreal, and I'm an old timer. All right, welcome, Brad. This is Herbie in Houston, and I'm even more of an old timer than Mark. Okay, Okay. welcome, Herbie. How? Welcome. Huh? I usually go to Kansas, but I'm here. Shelby in Baytown. Welcome. Sandy from Montreal. Hey, Sandy. Jose from Houston. Hey, Jose. Welcome. Hola, Jose. Hi. All right. Keep going. Anybody Alisa else? Alisa and Porter. Welcome, Alisa. Brad, you're muted. I think I. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Anybody else? <laughs> Jim in Pennsylvania. Hey, Jim. Welcome. Jim hey, in North Carolina. Hello, Mr. North Carolina. Who's next? Who is that? Chanel uh, in Houston. Chanel, welcome. Hello. Roy in Fort Worth, and I'm a young whippersnapper. Oh, yes, Mr. Whippersnapper. Go ahead. Anybody else? Freddie from Galveston County. There you are, Freddie. Welcome. This is Joe from Norman. There you are, Joe. Welcome. Anybody else? Shree from Virginia. Shree, welcome. This is Stephen from Austin. Stephen. 
I'm here. Yeah, all right. Okay. Michael Houston. Welcome, sir. Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> now, Jim. Okay. Oh, oh, my goodness. Welcome to you, Andrew. How are you? Uh, good. It's only okay. about 2.30 in the morning here. But oh, I'm my God. I feel, I feel <laughs> loved. Okay, well, we're going to interrogate you in just a moment, okay? So, uh, or Brad, what do you want to do? You wanna, what do you want to do? Well, I think we're done with the introductions. Why don't we turn it over to the iBud guy for some announcements? Okay, one second. All right, so you, everybody is muted. Go ahead, Mr. McCulloch. All right, so we didn't have any new people? We did, we're coming back to them. Oh, you're gonna come back, okay. All right, so what we got going on the next week in the iBug world. Mm -hmm. uh, starting this Thursday, we've got our Vila Book Club. We are reading the book, The Cats Came Back. And I totally forgot who wrote it or the DB number. It's, it's uh, Sophie Kelly, DB number 99,424. And it's about seven hours and 47 minutes in case you are wondering. Yeah. So you got a couple of days still to read it if you want to read it. Got plenty of time. <laughs> uh, but if you don't want to read it and still want to join us, you're always welcome to join us in that movie or that uh Meeting starts at 6.30 p.m. Central, and uh, we'll be discussing that book. And uh, all about the other, new segment. And then just general other fun stuff. Yeah, we, uh, after, after we talk about the book, then we just talk about other fun things that we like to read. So it's just kind of a general social time and getting to know each other over books. I know lots of people like books and all of our books are available on NLS Bard. Uh, let's see, we uh, have on Friday night at 7.30 p.m. a pre-social for our Friday night at the uh, virtual movies. And then at 8 p.m. the movie will start and 10 p.m. we have, or not 10 p.m., but whenever the movie's over, we uh, will have a discussion of the movie. So that's always a fun time. And uh, all of these uh, meetings and social events are on this very same Zoom uh, line. So that's easy to remember. And then rounding out the week Sunday, we have our iBug Cafe. And there we will be exploring several calendar apps. Everybody's always asking, how do I schedule this and that? And so come and find out. We'll do a deep dive into various calendar apps available on the uh, iDevices. And that meeting is 4 to 6 p.m. Central Time. So that's what we got going on in the next week. Uh, come stick around until halftime and we will uh, reveal what the uh, movie this Friday is going to be. Apple Watch. All right. Oh yeah, one thing I did forget. I heard a little birdie tweeting in my ear about uh, we have a very fun 
drawing going on for a donation of only $10. You too can be the owner of the latest and greatest Apple Watch Series 6. So we've got that drawing. Uh, you can go on our website to get the details for that and how to sign up. Uh, you can increase your chances by donating $50 and get six tickets. So love for you to join us for that. We have our, the drawing will actually be at our 10th anniversary uh, iBug Apple workshop in May. So you got still got plenty of time to get tickets for that. So help us out. And as you all know, we are a nonprofit and totally depend on donations to do all the good work we're doing here. I think that's all for now. All right. And all this, right. here we go. Well, oh, let me unmute. All right. So I'm so sorry. Okay. Very good. So did we want to give the newcomers an op another opportunity to say something and let us know how you found out about us? Any takers? Okay. Well, maybe we covered that already. I am unmuted, aren't I? I found that, hi, this is Shani. I found that from the iBug, from my, my friend from Montreal, Mark. And we found out about the Macintosh by participating in the event that the iBug hosts every Friday night. So we decided today to come and chat it up since yeah. the new iOS just came out today. It's been a while. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Go ahead. Who's next? Adam from the Chicago area. I'm new to the buzz and I heard about iBug a friend through a friend. All right. Well, welcome. We're glad you're here. Anybody else? Okay, well, let's move on to the main part of the show. We usually like to take questions and let's, uh, if any of our newcomers have a question, we like to start off with giving them an opportunity as any one of the first timers or anyone else who's new to iBug or the iBug Buzz like to get us started tonight. Alisa? Yeah, Alisa, yeah, go ahead. Hang on. Well, oh. Go ahead, Alisa. Well, if a new caller wants to go, he can go. I can wait. Okay. Well, who, who was the other? I didn't catch your name. Adam. Okay, Adam. Um, yes, I'm uh, a novice on the iPhone. I have an SE. And I just wondered if you could give the concepts and the differences, especially with what gets downloaded to your phone and what doesn't, when you have a podcast, when you have a channel, like a YouTube channel, 
when you have something streaming. And the example is if I ask my phone, Siri, play NPR news, uh, Siri do it. But if I try to search through the phone for where I could manually start it, I can't find it. Other things I need to like BBC World Services need to find their podcasts and download it. So could you streaming podcast channels, how are they overlap and how are they different on the hey, Shelby. This is Jim. Okay. Okay, uh, let's go with Shelby. She spoke up. Okay, and then we'll go to it's Jim. Shelby. And um, do you have the native um, podcast app on your phone? The Apple Podcasts app on your device? It probably does. I think it's a stock app. Okay, if so, um, I'm not really sure. Um, you just subscribe to the podcast. And then um, you can just ask Siri to play the latest episode of um, the, whatever podcast you'd like to play. And then she will, if she cooperates, she will do that. Okay. Thank you, Shelby. Scott, Jim. Okay. I would make two recommendations. If you're comfortable going into the app store and doing searches for different apps, there are better podcast apps than what come with um, the iPhone. Um, Downcast is one. Overcast is another. Uh, and these give you more flexibility in controlling what podcasts you listen, listen to. As for NPR News and BBC World, they each have their own apps. Uh, I know NPR News has an app. I've used it uh, and you can get a lot of the, if you like, for example, wait, wait, don't tell me, you can listen to that through NPR or um, there's another one out there that, uh, and this might be a better one for you. Uh, it's called tune in radio. It's all one, it's all one word, I believe. Uh, they have a free version and a paid version, and the paid version obviously gives you uh, more things to listen to, such as books, sports events, that sort of thing. So those are just a couple of suggestions. And we do have uh, tutorials, you know, um, mentors that you can sign up with here through iBug today that will help you out too. And I think I've used up all my time. I yield back. Well, thank you, Jim. Does anybody else like to? help us out with understanding what gets downloaded when you ask Siri to play something. It's Shelby again with one more suggestion. Okay, go ahead, Shelby. Um, Spotify or Pandora? Okay, those are two good two good options. Okay. Chanel? Yeah, Chanel, please. Okay, well, I... I think the original question encompassed quite a bit, so I might not understand all of it, but going along with the recommendations thing, um, first of all, when you ask Siri to play something, I don't think she downloads it. I think it's streamed. And the different stream stuff is stuff that just plays online. It's not downloaded to your phone. 
Whereas if you get one of these podcasts app that Jim was mentioning, um, I there's a couple great ones like Overcast. I think that one's you can use it um, for free. And that has some real nice podcast management. But um, if you do go with the NPR route, I recommend there's like the, just the NPR News app. And then there's one called NPR One. And NPR One will give you kind of just start playing random stories. You can find stuff in there. But if you really have specific programs in mind, I highly recommend the NPR News app. And the NPR one is accessible, but I think the news app is more straightforward. So just a little bit of a recommendation. Okay, thank you. Uh, anyone Terry. else? Okay, Terry, go ahead. Um, usually uh, channels are, are streamed. In other words, if you go to a particular channel, like um, I guess you would consider um, uh, um, tune in radio maybe is a channel or uh, uh, or what was the other one that was mentioned um, that, that would play radio stations those are things that are that are streamed live in other words in in real time um, Whereas a podcast uh, is usually downloaded to your phone and then you play it as you, as you wish at whatever time you specify. In other words, it's, it might have been recorded two weeks ago, but you're just playing it now as a, as a podcast. Um, so, so channels and... Uh, things like that, those are live streams, whereas podcasts are things that you just play whenever you want to, and they're downloaded to your phone um, for your use at a, for, at a future time. Okay, thank you, Terry. Does that help you out, Alex? This is Shani. Thank you for the clarification of the difference between streaming and the downloading of podcasts. It clarifies a lot. Thank you. Okay. Very good. Okay. I hope we answered. Thank you. Thank you. I hope we answered that question for you. Okay. Who's next? Who would like to have our next one? Elisa. Elisa, go ahead. So if you receive a text message from somebody with the info about a call, like say tonight's call, where is the Zoom link and how do you click on it? Because okay. I got a message from Sandy and I cannot find the Zoom link anywhere. It says, it tells me create it on calendar, but I cannot find the Zoom link at all. Okay, who would like to... A police this is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. It, the way it encodes it, it's just one of those things you kind of have to look for. I would navigate by words, and I forget exactly what it looks like, but it's kind of obvious. Like, it'll say, join Zoom call or something like that. It may even, if you even do links in the rotor, it may even show up that way as a link. But it'll say, like, join Zoom meeting, and if you just double tap it, 
that usually does bring it up. <clears throat> this is Jerry from Vermont. Go ahead, Jerry. Uh, yes. And in fact, uh, I, I would agree with Herbie. Um, and I would say um, that uh, what I did tonight, I just got the text message for this meeting from Sanja. So I, so I just, uh, I opened the conversation because I have my messages and I, I don't know that you can do it any other way, but I have my messages and conversations. I, I highlighted the message itself. And in this case, I've had to go to the links thing in the past, but tonight I was able, if I open the conversation to tap on like the center of the message and it went right to you. So that's how I did it. Now I have had to, and some of these things I've had to, as Herbie su suggested, I've had to uh, use my rotor. And of course you've got to have links enabled in your rotor. <clears throat> and uh, if you do, you just, uh, you can then uh, flick up and down until you hear the link that you want and the message. Um, you, and then tap on it and it, it should go, go right there. That's, that's my take on it. I hope that helps. It's Shelby real quick. Go ahead, Shelby. Okay. I know I'm taking out the whole show. Um, so what I did um, is for the link, um, I, I copied and pasted the Zoom link and created a contact with the iBug Zoom link as the homepage in the contact. That way, all I have to do is go into my contacts and then dictate the word iBug and it pops up and just tap the contact and then tap or double tap on the uh, the, the uh, homepage link and just and only put the link in the contact. That way you're not confused. Just put uh, tap the link and you're in. Okay, thank you. Anybody else? All right, Elisa, I hope that helped you out there, answered that. I do have one question to ask, uh, Shelby, is it? Where yeah, go ahead, in Jim. Contact, sure. Where in contacts do you place the link? Um, because when you, you know, as you know, when you go into contacts, you got several fields you can select from first name, last name, company, phone number, you know, and so forth. So just to kind of clarify things, where do you paste that link in context? Right. It's Shelby, Jim. Um, so what I did, um, I can't really remember, but I believe it's where you put the homepage, the link um, to URL, I believe. This is um, There's a field. There is a field for homepage. Homepage, thank y'all. Yep. All right, this is Sonia. Just a reminder to everybody, wait till the moderator, you know, gives you, you know, just say your name and talking isn't the way it goes. So you got to let Brad, you know, moderate the traffic. Okay, thank you. Go ahead, thank you. Okay, uh, is there anybody else that I hear? Jose? Jose, go ahead. I stepped away from my iPad, so I don't know if we're continuing the same issue or if I can ask another question. I guess we can go ahead with another one. I think we took care of that one. Go ahead, Jose. I'm just curious. I have an iPhone 11, 128 gigabytes. It's in mint condition. Do any of you guys know how much they're going for? Anybody? 
Got anything to help out, Jose? Sierra. Only way I know to do that, Jose, would be if you go to the uh, Apple a store app on the phone and go through the process of as if you were going to purchase another one, there should be an option there for a trade-in. And if you go through and answer those questions, it may tell you what Apple will give you for it. Thank you. Okay. All right, uh, who's next? Who hasn't had a chance to uh, ask a question? Anybody? Don't be shy. This is Roy. Okay, Roy, go ahead. I've got a question about voice control. Um, it really works well, but the thing I can't get it to do is flick from item to item. You know, you can say open phone, you can say tap contacts, but once you get into your list, you can't say flick right, uh, swipe right, move right. You know, none of those work. Does anybody know how you move from item to item with the voice command? Who's got experience with voice control? I know I don't. I'm sure impressed with it other this than is that Herbie. one issue. Go ahead, Herbie. First of all, I'm assuming you're leaving your voiceover on, right? I am. Okay. I do know from in the past, from other people's experiences, that voice control has not fully caught up with accessibility. I don't know if it's improved much, but it is, in general, not necessarily in the past. I don't want to say for sure if it's still the way today, but... You know, in the past year, it's definitely been, you know, not the recommended way to use your phone because it kind of works and it doesn't. And you may still be experiencing one of the type of issues that just doesn't work. Um, you'd almost be better off, you know, in most cases, if you know what app you're wanting to open, you know, just using Siri to open it and then maybe you can still use voice control to be more tell it to what to look for from there without flicking but you know like I, like I said in the past I know it's not been highly recommended that you people make full use of it from a, an accessibility standpoint this is Jim Terry okay let's go with Jim first and then we'll go to Terry alright real real quick and then I'll jump out of here again um, Jonathan Mosen in his podcast, Mosin at Large, a couple uh, weeks ago, did a session on voice control with the iPhone. And I think if you go through those podcasts, um, I think he'll he'll kind of take you through how to set it up, how to use it. And yeah, there are some things that Apple has changed over the years that don't work quite as well as they should, but that's the only thing I can answer with uh, using voice control. I haven't tried it personally myself. Okay, thank you, Jim. Uh, is it Terry? Yes, um, I don't know if I even know what uh, voice control is or where you find it. I um, That's something new to me. This is Chanel. 
Go ahead, Chanel. Okay, so voice control has been around since iOS 13, and it is in the general um, accessibility area. So it's mainly a feature for people who have motor difficulties, um, which you know make using their hands with the phones difficult. And voice control has actually been more accessible on the iPhone than it has on the Mac. Um, but you, I think that they, well, okay, so when I tried voice control last year, I found it was good at doing things like um, flicking and double tapping. I never used it to open apps, and it's been so long since I used it, I don't know if anything has changed. But, yeah, I would recommend also using Siri to open an app and then just using, you know, I think you can tell at certain commands like um, voiceover notifications or voiceover. I, I can't remember. I learned the syntax last year, but I don't remember it now. This is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. I do know what you're talking about now. Okay. I, I had, I guess I had just forgotten about it because it isn't something I use, but I do know where, what you're referring to. Thank you. Okay. This Roy. Yeah, Roy, go ahead. Chanel, you mentioned that you could get voice control to flick from item to item. What command did you use for that? That's what I can't get it to do. So how I did, I just looked at what commands were available and I don't know where that was at, but I just tried. And then back when I think they released it in iOS 13, Apple Vist did a couple pod, excuse me, a couple podcasts. And so I think they have one or two covering it. Um and I also want to say David Woodbridge did one recently, or maybe that was the Mosin one, and I just thought it was Woodbridge. I don't know. I haven't listened. One notification. But I think your best bet is looking to see. They usually have somewhere where it shows the commands. And so you can just, it might take a while to get to the voiceover ones, but you can just kind of try them and see what works for you. It's really, there is a list of well, all the commands in voice control. Yes. There's not one for flicking to the right. Oh, I can, is it move right? I don't know. It just remember. seems so obvious that, you know, that's what we do the most is flick from left to right. This is Chanel. Yeah, Chanel. Yeah, I think maybe you could say something like to move forward for, do something, and then a number. It's so you didn't always have to um, tell it to flick each time or voiceover move right or sometimes maybe you had to precede the command with the word voiceover um so if you find some of those commands that are just related to voiceover but again they too could have changed a lot in ios 14 and i played with this when ios 13 first came out so i i could be off this is jerry yeah. from vermont okay jerry uh i i agree uh I think Chanel, you said that there are commands. There is a list of syntax in the voice control part itself, not the main commands thing, as far as I know. But when you when you open voice control before you activate it, I believe there is a list of commands with the syntax. And if as far as I remember, I don't think you can say flick right, but I think you can say swipe right. That was my experience with it when I tried it out. Um, uh, swipe as opposed to flick, uh, or either one of those, I think works. But 
Um, I, I, I found it easier to use Siri to do the immediate things uh, and I, that I needed to do. And I also found um, <clears throat> the gestures that are not covered in the gesture command, like I do a, a four finger triple tap to open my voiceover menus, you know? Um, and and I, I can do that from anywhere and it, it works, you know, as well as kind of mess with that voice control thing. I think it it's actually works very well for sighted people uh, if, if they know about it and if they use it when they drive and such, you know? But I, I don't know I, I don't know whether it's really one of those things that's caught on, frankly. Um, I used it once or twice and I was successful with it somewhat. Um, but it, it's kind of kind of weird. you know the thing just when you, when you say flick up it, goes, it does, does what it's supposed to do and it talks back to you, but it's like you know talking to R2d2 or something you know it's kind of I, I find it a little weird. But anyway, that's that's my take. This is Shree. This is, this is Jim. Hang on, let's go with Shree. Hold on, this is Sunday. I think Hal actually had a was in Hal there was before. Hal. Okay. Yeah, Hal. Let's go with Hal. Okay. Is that a Thank new you. question or I don't know? Go ahead. Or is it? A, I have um, a comment from Hal. Yeah. Uh, okay, yes, I sir. haven't used. Uh, I mean, I've heard about it, but I've never used voice control, so I, I'm nowhere near an expert. But on occasion, I do. I do tell Siri to open an app. Um, I've even, I've even, well, I've never actually completed the motion, but I, I do know that you can use Siri to pay your bills, but I, I'm a little bit scared. So I just, you know, when I open my, the app to my bank, let's say, and then I just go, I just flick and flick and flick and swipe until I find what I want. Cause I, I'm not really sure how much I trust Siri when it comes to paying a bill because Siri like me is a bit hard of hearing. <laughs> 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 okay, yes. okay thank you Hal. hang on hang on i think we had shree next yeah i apologize i kind of came late That's in the conversation. Okay. is it um just so i understand the question is it moving from field to field using voice control or was opening the voice an app on the voice control i, I think roy originally asked he was having trouble mm -hmm. giving the command to uh Flick is what he was saying, and it's been brought up that perhaps the correct syntax would be to say swipe. But originally, uh, yeah. that was Roy. Roy was having trouble giving the command to flick from item to item. Um, I was going to say, I also ask sometimes to say numbers because then it generates a number on all the field, and I'll just say go to five, and it'll take me to the the five field. Because okay. you can say either grid or numbers. Okay. And, and it, what it's supposed to do is generate a number on each of the fields. So it'll say field number one is, I'm just going to say something like, it'll say first name, and it'll say field number two, last name. I'll just say go to number two, and it'll take me to the last name. Okay. Thank you, Shree. Um, I lost track. Who was trying to get their foot in the door? Jim, I think. Okay. So you get Jim? Okay. Uh, the only other thing that I would recommend is from everything I've understood about voice control, if you're using with voiceover, you really want to use a set of headphones. Otherwise, uh, you know, your phone's going to go nuts. This is Herbie. 
Okay, Herbie? A um, couple of things. First of all, that definitely also applies for dictation with the headphones. But um, I was just looking through Mosin's podcasts, and the only one that I even see from recently, at least, that deals with voice control is one to deal with the Android. So I wonder, Jim, if you are thinking about David Woodbridge? No, I do know that he did do a segment on voice control. You know, so so it was a segment on a so then so you're thinking of like it was a segment on a podcast, not yeah, one of his specials, right? And it's been you know since uh, it's been within the last couple months since he came back from holiday, so you don't have too far to go back either way. This is Brad. I know there has been some discussion out there about an app for the Android platform that does what the native uh, voice control command does in iOS. So who knows? This Roy. Go ahead. Yeah, Roy. that was, I'll, that, I'll oh. just, sorry. Hang on, I'll hang just on, finish up with this real quick. Um, I've tried all the suggestions except the number thing. So I'll check that out. And if the number, you know, move to next number works, I'll let you know. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you, Jim. Go ahead, Jim. Um, it was, uh, yeah, that, that what you're talking about for the Android phone is, is something called Louie. And that was about 10 days ago that he did that uh, segment. But this is prior to that, maybe two, further, two weeks further back. I'm not exactly sure. Okay. Michael. Well, thank you. Go ahead, Michael. Uh, are, are we done with this topic? Uh, I don't know. Are we done with this one? I think I was, maybe so. Okay. Go ahead, uh, Michael. I, yeah, I didn't. I couldn't get it unmuted a little while ago. I think okay. Jose Jose had asked a question about getting an estimate on his iPhone 11. Yes. I think he said it was. Yeah. Go ahead. We can go back to that. Yeah. There's a there's some services where you can just go online and uh, you know type in your information. It'll give you an estimate. Uh, one of them, although they don't buy, actually buy them back anymore, Gazelle. Right. And, uh, but they still offer it on their website. I guess their parent company, Eco ATM, I think it is, will actually does the buyback or actually you drop it off. It's like a kiosk kind of thing, but uh, you still can go through the process of, you know, entering your phone, uh, you know, the type of device, it is the number, you know, max size of the part, the memory you have, and that kind of thing. Uh, whether it's unlocked or if it's on a certain uh, cell service, then several questions on the condition, and then it'll automatically just give you an estimate of, you know, what they would uh, pay for it. Kind of a trade-in kind of thing. Okay. And that's gazelle gazelle.com, I think it is. I think it was another one I've heard of. I can't remember the full name. Buyback something. Anyway, I know somebody else was trying to speak up. Who? Oh, this is Terry. Okay, Terry, go ahead. Um, you can also uh, ask your internet uh, service, or not your internet service provider, but your iPhone service uh, provider uh, what they might, what that company might buy back your phone uh, for. They would give you a 
an estimate. And of course, they have to, oftentimes they have to see the phone. So you have to send it in and they have to evaluate the condition of it um, in order to give you a, a quote, a, an official quote. But if everything is in pristine condition is what they'll tell you, this is what we would give you for your phone. And it's interesting um, the, what, what uh, Apple might offer you could be very different from what Gazelle might offer you versus what, you know, AT&T or um, T-Mobile or Verizon would offer you. So prices can vary. So you have to, it is a good idea to kind of shop around and get the best price because it's not going to be the same from company to company. That's very good advice. This is Shri. Thank you, Terry. Go ahead, Shri. I was just going to say, you know, you might want to also want to just check on eBay and see what the average price is going for. It's uh, especially for that model now that it's, it's been out. Uh, you'd probably get a good idea. I think trying to sell it to a private seller, you're probably going to get more than doing any kind of trading. Okay. More good advice. Thank you, Shri. Okay. Anybody else on this one, or we want to move on to another one? Who, who hasn't had a chance to ask a question? No one has Shai. a question. I have a question. This Shri. Go ahead, Shri. Go ahead. Uh, so I, I lately, for some reason, uh, my voiceover shuts off. Uh, even though I hear the um, the uh, the sound of the movement of voiceover, I'm not hearing any audio, and it's kind of happening kind of frequently now. And my solution's always been, you know, turn voiceover off, turn it back on. I was just trying to see if anyone else is encountering where it's just the voiceover just shuts off. And which version are you running? 14.4? Uh, yeah, I'm running the latest version. Okay. Go, go ahead, Jim. Okay, I've had that issue. And I found that uh, doing a restart on my phone every couple of days seems to uh, kind of correct that temporary problem. Uh, you know, but it, before I'd had to turn voiceover off, turn it back on. And, you know, it would, it would start speaking normally then. But what I found is doing a restart every other day, something along those lines helps out a lot. Mark in okay. Montreal. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, yeah, uh, the restart may fix it temporarily, but it doesn't fix it. I find that when it occurs mostly, it's when you hang up on the phone call. And there's even the time to do the smart tap to hang up on a phone call. When you have your phone, uh, it's, it's kind of related, but it's not because sometimes the hang up doesn't work. The smart tap feature doesn't work. When you go to hang up after your timer runs out for some stupid reason, and you have to turn the speech off with the three finger double tap and then turn it back on and uh, then hang up. Uh, but the speech off and on does not fix the voiceover shutting down after you hang up on a phone call. 
So uh, the only way I found to fix that, yes, you can do the restart and that'll fix it temporarily, but two days or three days later, the same thing can happen again. And the only resolution I've found, and it doesn't matter whether I'm running betas or not, it's been there since 14 started, I think. Um, the only way to fix it that I, is to turn voice over off and, you know, hold your Siri button in and say, turn voice over off and wait about five seconds and say, turn voice over on. And then you're good. And it's intermittent. So you never know when it's going to happen again. So yeah, it's an ongoing thing with my iPhone 11. Okay. Thank you, Mark. Anybody else have any suggestions on this one or do we want to move on to another question? Did that help you out there, Sheree? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay, thank you. All righty. Who would like to go with the next question? Who hadn't had a chance? Hey, Shelby with a question. Okay, Shelby, go. Hey, so um, just out of just, just random curiosity, um, if you're hosting a meeting, what is like the key command for um, a Windows computer to um, mute all if you're a host? Uh, this is Sonia. This, that's a Windows question. <laughs> We're only talking about the iPhone and iPhone related questions here. So thank you, though. All right. Oh, wait, muting or hosting? This is if you're. You said when you're hosting, what's hosting. the question to mute all? Yeah. Where, yeah. Because I don't a have a Mac. I have just. Yeah, we'd have to talk about that later. That's not here. Yes. Okay. Thank okay. you, though. All right. Okay. This is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. Um, an Apple Watch question. Okay. Um, there are times when I will either be talking to Siri on my Apple Watch or I use an app called um, Voice in a Can, which allows the Lady A to talk to you on your Apple Watch. But in either case, um, Siri comes in and, and interrupts and starts and repeats what you've asked your watch or what you've said, even in a dictate feature. And I'm wondering if there's a way to stop her from doing that. Because it, it, it let's say if you ask, um, if you dictate your watch, what time is it? Your watch will start telling you the time, but then Siri comes in and interrupts and again says, what time is it? Um, and I wonder if anybody else is having this problem. This I is Herbie. At one point that it's a bug, and uh, but I'm wondering what people's thoughts are. Go ahead, Herbie. I actually have noticed this when setting the timer, like I've noticed it recently that... Um, it'll give me double the announcement. And it's like, Siri will say, okay, now setting the timer. And then I hear voiceover going, now setting the timer for blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So right. I have thought that was rather interesting. I've always assumed that maybe if you just mute voiceover, that would solve that. Um, but I should also mention that there has been a new update release today 
So it's always possible that issue might have been fixed in the latest watchOS update. I don't know. But that is worth mentioning. It's a oh, a watch update. Okay, I will check I, that I, out. I, I did see the notes for the updates. Really, mostly what it said was the famous bug fixes. So time will tell. Thank you, Herbie. Anybody else? I not had a chance. <clears throat> this is Kathy. Go ahead, Kathy. So um, at our house, I have the Apple. Um, the Apple is under my name, and uh, and my husband is, you know, comes in under the family, and he has the Amazon account. So I wanted to, when I got Netflix, um, my idea was what I'd like to do is to be able to have. Um, Netflix movies play through the Echo or the A-Lady, I guess it doesn't matter either one, but just because it has a good sound for a movie, you know, and um, but when I tried to set that up, or we didn't get that far into it, because it says you need to have your, how did it say, you need to have your accounts similar you know like you can't have some somebody else i can't have the apple account you this can't is have the, herbie uh-huh go ahead herbie the simple solution just use your echo as a bluetooth speaker and there you go oh oh so how do i so i just do i just tell it to be a bluetooth speaker yeah you set it up um i think you just do it through the alexa app on your phone and um, you look for the Bluetooth and just set it up as a Bluetooth speaker. And then you tell when you're ready to use it, you'll say wake word and then, you know, turn on Bluetooth and she'll turn your, your phone will come through the speaker and then you can play Netflix or whatever you want. Cool. Huh, thank you. Thanks for, this is thanks for that. All right. Thank you. Sorry. Who was, I didn't catch the name. Hal, I think. That's Hal. Yes. Oh hell! Yes, uh, okay. please. I, have a, I use I use Netflix with uh, I prefer the iPad. I find it it works best for me, and I use it either with the iPad speaker built in or the uh, I have a hearing aid Bluetooth device, and it works a lot like a headphone. It works great. Very good. This is Terry. Okay, thank you. Go ahead, Terry. Um, what I always say when I want to connect my iPhone with my Lady A device. I always say uh, Lady A, whatever the wake word is, pair with my iPhone. And if I've previously paired it, then in theory that should that should do it. And you'll get, you know, depending upon what device you have, it should connect well with your with your iPhone and give you the good sound that way. Okay. So you don't have to reset it up each time is my point. Yeah. Okay. This is Jerry from Vermont. Um, Go ahead, Jerry. Uh, um, if, uh, yeah, I, I think that all works better. I Like I've been trying to get Apple Music uh, to play on the, on the A-Lady and, and I, I just have failed miserably at that. But I if I pair my, uh, my phone with my uh, two devices, uh, I can get it uh, get it to work. 
uh, or and or I, I can I played the music with my Mac on my my bit one of my big speakers. So um, it it works very well with Bluetooth. I found, but I I, I just wanted to divert for a second uh, and say, Terry, you're killing me. What is voice in a can? Didn't you say you 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 do something on your watch called voice in a can? What is that? This is Terry. Yes, I. I don't want to answer that yet until I get the okay from the moderator because maybe we're not done with the other question yet. <laughs> okay, I think we're good. Go ahead, Terry. You're the boss. Go ahead, Terry. <laughs> Brad, it is yes. yes so, go ahead. <laughs> so, voice in a can is is an app. It's actually a paid app that you first put on your iPhone. Um, and then you can add to your iWatch. And what it, its purpose is, is to use your iPhone or your iWatch to talk to your Lady A devices. Uh, or, or to, not, not to your devices, but talk to Lady A. So um, it's a little bit tricky to set up and you have to get a code. Um, and I think it costs like $2 US. Um, so it's, it's a paid app, but it's just a one-time payment. And once you get your code in there and get it set up, you can um, have Lady A on your watch. That's, that's what its primary purpose is, but you have to set it up through your phone. And you can also then use Lady A on your phone, but there are other apps for that as well. But I kind of like it because you can ask on your watch, you know, Lady A, what is the weather? Tell me a joke. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of different things you can do using Lady A with your watch. Okay. Uh, Kathy? So this Go ahead. I just looked it up. I'm sorry. Hey, please, could, could you please, hold it, hold it. Could you please say your name? Let me call yes, you. Sandy, Sandy. Okay, son, go ahead, Sandy. Okay. Sorry, I have a little bit of a speech impairment too. I know, that's okay, that's okay. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, this is for the cleaners. I just looked it up. And it's uh, $2.79 plus tax over and out. Okay, well, thank you. That was good information. Um, go ahead, Kathy. Well, I was thinking, so for people who are saying when you ask what time it is, she says it twice, could it be once for the A-Lady and once for the uh, iPhone? Like if you've got um, both going on your phone? I, I think what it's doing is it's, it's Siri on your watch is responding, but the Siri's response is also on the watch face and voiceover is reading it. Yeah. So I, it's I kind of a bit of a bug. Another quick question for, for hey, Jerry. What, what, what kind of setup are you using, Jerry? Your voice sounds particularly clear and I mean, uh, everybody sounds pretty good, but. Well, I, I, I just am using right now my iPhone 11 on Zoom. Uh, I just changed my Wi-Fi or our Wi-Fi to uh, Xfinity uh, as opposed to uh, AT&T. And uh, I found that uh, if people have been, been mentioning that, so 
thank you. Uh, it makes the uh, money that I pay each month a little more worthwhile, you know? Is Mark in Montreal, Brad? Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, Jerry and I have had like, several conversations on his old one, and this is a lot better. His, his new one is a huge improvement there. So you're doing good there, bud. All right. This is endorsement for, for Xfinity. Go ahead, Shri. Yeah, I just want to ask Terry, when she's using the watch to invoke the A, uh, the a lady, what's the response time? Is it quick or is there a delay coming from the watch? It's, uh, it's pretty quick. Uh, there isn't much of a delay. Uh, you, of course, have to wait till the microphone turns on, but you hear there's a tone for that. And then you speak whatever it is. And then um, it depends on how long your query is as to how much of a delay there is. But you can wait for the mic to shut off and then, and then it responds to you uh, right after the mic shuts off. It, this is true again. Go ahead. So does it provide everything that the A-Lady response and the other unit gets repeated to your watch also? Uh, most of it, yes. Oh. Um, you can even ask her to play a song, the, for example. The problem comes uh, sometimes if your watch is set for 70 seconds, sometimes her replies will only last for the amount of time your watch uh, stays unlocked. And then there are times when it will go beyond that. So it just kind of, I don't know what determines that. I, this is Brad. I have a question for you, Terry. Is, is this voice in a can app that is on your watch communicating with the A-Lady app on your phone? No. It's actually communicating with the A-Lady device sitting on a table somewhere. Uh, I think no to that too. It's actually okay. just communicating with this the is Herbie. My understanding. Go ahead, Herbie. Wouldn't it just communicate with the Alexa online, like you know the app on the phone does? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's online, right? Yeah, that's, that's what I thought because, like, you know, um, yep. you can You're use the Alexa in... app on your phone and not have not even have a physical Alexa. Right. Right. So you, you sign into your A-Lady account on this Voice in a Can app on your phone. Uh, you, well, I guess so, yeah. Okay. This is Jerry. Go ahead, Jerry. Uh, I had a, sorry, if yeah, you're, it's kind if of you're a done. Sorry, Terry. I, I, okay. Okay. I think Terry, if she was done. Go ahead, Jerry. Uh, uh, I, I just wanted to ask another, this is uh, on this watch issue of, I, I get the thing where it, uh, it repeats the weather. Um, you know, I, I ask it the weather and I have, I have the Julie Andrews English voice on my watch, which I love, you know, she says stuff like on it and it's very breathy and, and very nice. Uh, <laughs> but um, I then um, I have, um, so I'll say that, and I have the, the regular reading voice. That's my Siri voice on my watch. I'll ask it for the weather. It'll tell me the weather, and then it'll click. And apparently, as Brad said, it comes up on my, my, uh, my screen, my face, 
and and voiceover reads it, you know, and then it reads it in my regular English voice or whatever other voice I've got uh, got on there. So I, I see that. The other problem I've had along these same lines is I have a a, comp, a, a, compli, a compl, complication on my watch called sun position. It's I think it's a fairly new one. I hadn't seen it before too much. I, I like to have a face with the moon phase and the sun position. I don't know, because if I get too far off center in my day, it's kind of brings me back. But anyway, um, the sun position, if I don't restart my watch in the morning, it will all it will say nighttime all day. Now I can't see, but I'm pretty sure it isn't nighttime all day in my part of the world. So I have to uh, I, I have to restart my watch. And when I restart the watch in the morning, it 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 uh, it goes right back to uh, to where it where it should be. Tells you sunrise and how much time before noon and how much time before sunset and after dusk and and you know I we, we, I don't know why that's useful information to me, but I don't fight these things anymore. So um, you know I uh, but but it doesn't work unless I restart that watch, even if I charge it. You know, it's, I got to restart it. So that, that's some of the times that I've had weird repeats and stuff on the watch. But thanks. All right. Well, the clock we hear in the background tells us it's at the bottom of the hour and we're at our halfway point. So All right. Over to Sadia. For Thank you, Brad. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Wow. Covered a lot of ground there. All right. Welcome to everybody. If you uh, joined in late and didn't get to say hi the first time around, please, please do now say your name and where you're from, please. This is Nancy. Keith, welcome. Nancy, welcome. This is Terry from Illinois. Hey, Terry, welcome. Kathy from Tulsa. Hey, Kathy, welcome. Dana from Cincinnati. Hey, Dana, welcome. Linda Numble. Linda, welcome. Thanks. Deb from Kansas. Hey, Deb, welcome. Thank you. Anybody else want to say hello? Okay. Uh, real quick, just real quick over our announcements. This Thursday, book club for Vila. We're reading The Cats Came Back by Sophie Kelly, DV 99424. Uh, it'll be 6.30 Central Time on this same conference line. And then on Sunday, we have the iBug, iBug what? iBug Cafe, of course. We're talking about all kinds of cool calendar apps. And we've got some new presenters that night. So uh, that afternoon, it's from 4 to 6 p.m. So come and check it out. Come and hear some new people talking about a very familiar app that we are, you know, we're always having issues with the calendar. It's very important. So uh, we are so excited to have them and uh, they are actually here. So we hope that you will come and find out who they are and come and encourage them. So that'll be this Sunday from 4 to 6 p.m. And then we have our watch drawing. We've talked about that $10 for a chance to win the $400 iPhone, Apple Watch Series 6. And uh, that'll be on March, May 22nd will be our drawing. You don't need to be present to win. And if you pay $50, get six tickets to win, improve your chances of winning. You can't win if you don't play. So please come and support our organization. All right, now 
now I kind of skipped over Friday. I don't know what's happening Friday. The iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. And that will be starting uh, at 8 p.m. The movie starts at 8 p.m. The uh, pre-social fun time, kind of a little bit of silliness. Um, we have that from 7.30 forward. And then we have a little discussion after the movie. And with this is our fun event. We love people coming in from all over the country and the world or coming in to watch our movie. And we're so excited. But I don't know what the movie is. Uh, Mr. McCulloch, would you like to share some clues? Enlighten us. All, all right. I would be delighted to. Oh, we have, thank you. We have a very lovely movie this week. <laughs> love and movie. But before I get into giving the clues, I need to oh, correct no. something. Oh, uh, no. Last Friday's movie, someone made the comment that it must have been picked by me <laughs> because it was not the most popular movie. <laughs> and, uh, and, and a lot of people had the mistaken uh, idea that Sandia and I pick all the movies and we go back and forth. And so I guess somebody assumed that it was my turn and that was my movie. But so I want the records to show that I did not pick that movie. I don't know who picked it, but anyway. Uh, it's not like you have a reputation or something. <laughs> I have a go. solid record. Uh, yeah, go Oscar ahead. Oscar winner. All right. So anyway, we're going to play our little guessing game of what the movie's going to be. I'm going to give out clues here. And just like on the regular part of the show, say your name, wait to be recognized by me before guessing the title. Our first clue. There are moments when our movie this week is witness to human growth and change. Moments when our movie is witness to human growth and change. Is it Jim? All right, Jim's going to take a guess. Is it about hormones? <laughs> it could be. It's such an amorphous clue. Okay, go ahead. Next. Oh, tree. Oh, go ahead, Street. Uh, Captain America. Captain America. That's a great guess, but that's not it. All right. This is Hold Keith. On. Oh, Keith, go ahead. The fly. The fly. That's another great guess. That would have been a good clue for that, too. That is not it either. Okay. What a clue for any movie there is. Okay, go ahead. Next clue. All right, we're going we're gonna, to. All right, we'll give Jerry one last chance to guess. Is it a boy's life? A boy's life. That's close, but no, that's not it either. Hold on a second here. Siri, what does amorphous mean? <laughs> Stop. No, she's not talking to me. She, oh, can, can you blame her? Okay, move on. Next she's rebelling. Clue. It's the rebelling of the robot. Next clue. Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Next clue. Like, it never work when you put him on the spot. Siri, take a note. Oh my God. What do you want it to say? Look up amorphous later. <sighs> okay, we can hurry up. We're wasting time. Okay, I created a note. Look up amorphous later. 
All right, moving on. Second clue. Here we go. Our main characters are a retired professor and his wife who know each other very well. Um, this is here. Back to the Future. Back to the Future. That's a great guess, but that's not what we're showing this week. Anybody else? A retired professor and his wife who know each other very well. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. I don't know what movie it is, but I got Siri to tell me that amorphous means without shape or form. So, all right. All Thank right. you. Next. I don't, I don't okay. even remember what the reference was. Okay, Sri, go ahead. Is it the Fantastic Four? I'm sorry. What I got Siri talking or voiceover talking in my ear here. It's whatever answer is the correct answer. Is what I just said. Whatever answer is correct. Oh, no, that's not it either. All right, I guess we'll move on to the third clue. I know Please. this will give it what yes, it's going to give it away. Everybody get ready. I know who's going to get this question. I know it. Go ahead. At times, the movie is a bit loony. <laughs> oh, I, this is Freddie. <laughs> Freddie, is it the Nutty Professor? Oh, that's close, but no. It's not. Is this Shri? Uh, all right, Shri. Is it Doctor Doodle? Doctor Doolittle. No, that's not it either. This is Brad. All right, Brad. Last one. Go ahead. Let's let's try who framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> wow. Hey, you said Looney. That's loony. Yeah, well. Yeah, that's pretty loony, but. Uh, this is David. Think about that. Okay, anyway. David, and then we're moving da on. All right, David, go ahead. Is it on Golden Pond? Oh, <laughs> David! Yes! Oh, he nailed it. <laughs> he got really? the moons, the cry of the moons. <laughs> How did you oh, that's a great movie. I thought that what was going to be you. were going to guess that, Kathy. I thought that was your favorite movie. Okay, anyway. Oh, I like it, but what part is Looney? Oh, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Go ahead, Mr. McCulloch. Any other information? Way to go, David. Whoa. Yes, that was... Uh, that was the correct answer, and I won't go through the rest of the clues. Oh, but anyway, we God. are glad that David got it. David is no stranger to guessing our movies. So, Johnny, what do we have for David this week? We have a fedora. A fedora is prominently featured in this movie, and it will, of course, be in the iBug colors. So, David, at the next real in-person meeting, I hope that you will be wearing this fedora. And no, that's not all there is. Okay, David, are you ready? Are you ready? The movie was filmed. Are you ready, David? Yes. You're, you're going to Squam Lake. Don't think I said Swan Lake. It is Squam, S-Q-U-A-M Lake in Holderness, New Hampshire. Yeah, sure. God knows where it is, but you are going there and you will tell okay. us how it was. All right. So All that's right. your prize. So thank you, David, for playing hey, our Siri. game. Is, is our robot what's a <laughs> What, David? 
Is okay. there a rowboat included? I found also? This on the website. Yeah, the rowboat is included. Yes, when you'd be wearing your fedora and going around mm -hmm. in the pond. All right, thank well, you, thank you, thank you. Now we're moving on. Okay. Wait, I have a question. Will yes. the, is the fedora amorphous? <laughs> Don't encourage him, please, Kathy. Don't encourage him. Thank you. I it's, will it's... be wearing my fedora Friday night. Oh boy. Okay. I think it's time for you to go to bed now. Okay. Bye. Okay. Thank you. Good night, Johnny. Oh, good night. Good night. Okay. Now, parting is such sweet sorrow. Not okay. Next. Okay. Back to our uh, back to our program. We got a little bit sidetracked. Who who has not had a chance to? Ask a question. We had lots of questions. Lady A was there and all kinds of questions are going on. So who did not this get a Nancy? chance? Nancy, go ahead. All right. Bring I... us back. Bring us back. <laughs> okay. I uh, am taking the iPad class and I am having a terrible time trying to use braille screen input on the screen is there anyone who knows about that before i ask the rest of my question i think there are a couple of braille screen input users on an ipad specifically is that the question yes. specifically mm -hmm. on an ipad okay so yep. anybody who fits into that category can help nancy otherwise we will move on because that is kind of a different category it's a little bit yeah. different and but i have a question is <laughs> okay go ahead go ahead say the question miss nancy go ahead okay and i have a, an additional question after so if i could please do that oh. because it has to do with the drawing so i want to ask it so i don't oh. forget okay go ahead um okay so what's happening is i changed my rotor um gesture to the two finger swipe left and right for the previous and next rotor well, in on on the Braille screen input, that that is also to um, do the space bar on the yeah. on screen. But I thought that if you <clears throat> if you um, were in the Braille screen input, it shouldn't the two gestures shouldn't conflict with each other. What's happening for me? Okay. Um, well, this is actually, uh, I don't think this is iPad specific. I think anybody would have the same problem on the iPhone. Um, I think what's happening though, like I use that gesture for ne heading navigation, which won't conflict with the rotor, but I think what's happening because you use the rotor to get out of Braille screen input to begin with. So I think it's confused as to what it should do. So uh. I think it's just confused. <laughs> Or, or so the it, it's, it, it really thinks that you it thinks that you want to go to the next rotor. Oh, um, so I might not be able to use. I'm gonna have to. Actually, you know, I have an interesting idea. Okay. You could try. Oh, I don't know if it'll conflict with anything. Changing your rotor gesture to flicking up and down instead of left to right, and see if that causes any conflicts. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I'll I'll play around with it. But All right, your okay, next I question. Okay, so my next question is um to pay for the um raffle tickets. Can we use um can we use our Apple card credit card to do it or um Apple I, Cash? I 
we have the ways listed. I think there's Square Cash and Cash, the PayPal and a check if we have to, but I don't think we do Apple Card, no. But you can, we can, we can talk about that. I, I don't think we can do that, but what, we'll check, we'll let you know, okay? Pretty sure okay. not. The, the ways to pay are listed on our website, so. Okay. This is, oh, this, this, this is Jim. Go ahead, Jim. I completely did not understand the name of the movie. Oh, the movie is called On Golden Pond with Henry Fonda oh, and Jane Fonda oh, and oh, Catherine got Hepburn. It. Got it. There you go. This, yeah, we this hope you will join us. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. No, I just had a thought. I don't have an Apple card, so I can't try this myself, but it occurs to me, I wonder if it'll let you add it to PayPal. Okay, well, you can try that. Now. My Apple card, you mean? Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. So you can let you edit a PayPal, and then you could use that to, um, you, know, you know, so that's something to try at least. Thank you. Thank you. Brad, go ahead. Yeah, you can add any credit card to PayPal. I have my Apple card as my default uh, credit card on PayPal. Oh, I had no idea. Well, thank you, guys. And that's how I paid for my my tickets. All right. Way to go. Ooh. Well, we want your money. How many did you buy? <laughs> Thank this you. is Jim. Question Go ahead, about Jim. The, this, is, uh, this is about the uh, drawing. Uh-huh. Let's say you have someone that buys a ticket and then wants to buy four more. Will that allow them to get the uh, six tickets for 50? Yeah, if they're all the or, same person. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay. All right. All right. Yep. Yep. We're we're not, Sounds you know, good. we're not we're not that picky. It's the well, same person. You know, if you don't ask, you don't find out. Oh no, it's all good. Good questions. We are so glad that y'all are willing to help us, and many of you have, and we are so grateful. All right. Okay. Who's got the next question? Next question? New question? Alisa. Uh, Alisa, go ahead. So when you're on the app, oh my god, I can't think of the app name, but the Clubhouse app. Okay. And you have the share feature. How is there a way to get out of that feature? Because I tried it when I ping people, but I cannot get out of it. Yes. Okay. Anybody, any clubhouse uh, dabblers in here or anybody trying it out? Uh, I think that is a problem that uh, we mentioned. I'm still playing with it, so I really don't know if I'm qualified to answer the question. Okay, go ahead. Tell us what you think. Go ahead. Uh, have you been able to get out of it once you've started to share something? Can you get out? That's the question. Yeah. But to get out of when you say get out out of it, you mean to well there's to leave a, the there, room? there's an option to leave quietly and that doesn't disturb anybody. Is is that what you're trying to do, Elisa? You're trying to leave the room or you're trying to share or what were you you were trying to ping somebody and then get out of there? Is that what you were trying to do? This is Elisa. Go ahead. So what I'm trying to do is you know how you ping someone and you want to share it as a text message in case that person didn't see your ping? Right. How do you get out of that option? That was my Mark and Montreal. Okay, hold on. Mark I think we had Montreal. Jim first, and then we'll come to Mark. Go ahead, Jim. Okay, what I would do is look in the upper right-hand corner of the phone and see if there's um, a back button there. If not, when I really get stuck, I just close the app, 
and actually take it out of the system tray and ask Siri to um, bring bring the app back up. What we're dealing with is an app that's been created, and the people that worked on the app, I heard this thirdhand, so um, it may or not, may not be that reliable, but they're trying to add voiceover controls in after the fact, and they are you know, working on it as hard as they can, so you just kind of want to be a little bit patient with them while they're okay. getting this stuff fixed up. Um, okay. But they are responding to our issues. If you go to the 15% room, uh, you might ask in there. Oh, um, okay. Okay. Uh, th- because that's specifically related to disabilities. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people in there that are probably voiceover users. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would try. I would try those solutions and see if they don't work for you, or if they do. Very good. Thank you, Jim. Go ahead, Mark. Okay, I got some information for you because I've been talking to Praxis who does the morning chat and whatnot on, uh, on um, not Twitter, the other one, Instagram. Okay. I shared information with him or asked him, and he didn't have much knowledge uh, what was happening. But I'll answer the first question first about getting out of the ping. Uh, when you're in the ping and you've pinged everybody you want to ping, There is a share button. You go to share. You double tap on share. And then if you click right, there is a close button. And that will get you out of the whole thing and back to the room that you were in. So that takes care of that one. Okay. Now, if you don't mind, Sandia, can I continue and go on with a little bit of relevant information. Or okay, you... yeah. Go ahead real quick. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Okay. On Saturdays in the 15% Club, Praxis and a guy named Daniel, whose last name I can't remember, do sessions between 1 and 3 p.m. Eastern time. That would be for you folks in Houston, noon to 2, and maybe goes till 2.30. And it's specifically dedicated and set up by the 15% Club 15% being that 15% of the world's population is disabled, hence the name for the club. Uh, they dedicate that time or approximately that time, and it's posted in the events uh, when this session is going to take. It's kind of like the uh, Sunday uh, town hall, but it's kind of only for people using voiceover. And that is your best route to go to ask questions about voiceover. Otherwise, you can always send us your email to support at joinclubhouse.com. That's support at joinclubhouse.com. You may get an answer back, but they're being deluged right now. (laughs) And like Jim did say, This is a work in progress. They had an update on last Friday, and they're supposed to have one this week at some point. And that's me. I'm done. Beautiful. Thank you, Mark. I think there's a lot of interest, and it's evolving. Go ahead, Jim. One more thing. Um, Many of you that have newer phones 
uh, see that there's an item on your phone that's called shortcuts. Uh, shortcuts are ways of getting your phone to do more with less work. In other words, you're actually programming your phone to do different functions. Uh, there are people that have their phones uh, set up to when they say good night, it turns out their lights and turns do not disturb on, on their phone in their houses because they have uh, smart home setups. That's just one of the things you can do with a shortcut. But what brings me to this at, I believe it's 11 o'clock Eastern time on Saturdays, there is a club now on um, Clubhouse that deals with how to create shortcuts, how to use them. So if you guys are interested in doing that, you might look around to uh, getting into that club and it's open to uh, blind users specifically, blind or low vision specifically. All right. So lots of information on Clubhouse. Thank you guys for sharing that. I think we are going to, uh, unless there's any other last questions, we're going to move on. Thank you, though. That was good information. All right. Who's next? Somebody new? Hasn't had a turn? Somebody new. This is Stephen. Go ahead, Stephen. So a little while ago, I heard, I know you talked about um, that there was a watch update out. I'm curious if anyone knows when the iOS 14.5 is coming out for everything else. Or do they, do they do that simultaneously? Or is it like a day or two apart from the other? All right. Anyway, this is Jim. So, go ahead, Jim. Okay. 14.1 came or 14.4.1 came out today. That's a security update. Uh, I suspect uh, 14.5 beta 3 is close, but I don't know how close. Um, so I suspect though it'll probably be out pretty soon. All right, Herbie, anything Mark to Montreal. add to that? Hang on, Herbie. Anything? Yeah, it's gonna pretty much the same thing, but I mean, if you're that eager to uh, find out what some of the later, uh, you know, like what 14.5 is like, you know, the you know, you can't always sign up for the public beta, but. I think, you know, for otherwise, so you just have to kind of, there is a security update that they released today for pretty much a few devices across the spectrum. And um, watchOS, the, the watch unlocking feature, that's still kind of been in beta mode and it's only now even, there's, I, I don't even know if that's even been in the public beta yet. So uh, yeah, just kind of, have to be patient for the big update and you know there is going to be a march apple event and we may hear more about uh, new stuff then in regards to updates as well that'll probably be more hardware focused okay thank you go ahead mark i'm doing 14.5 beta 3 right now so that came out last week okay just Thanks. so you know okay yeah. very cool so this okay. one is more of just for security updates and not bug fixes or anything like that then correct okay that's okay. good very that's good. good thank you steven okay. thanks y'all okay who's next somebody new hasn't had a turn anybody or anybody that wants to ask a question it's actually quiet this is, this is marty go ahead marty where were you how are you um, go ahead Go ahead. Is there is there anything more on the or are they still making the um 
the AirPods Plus, you know, the, the over-the-ear AirPods. Heavens. Hang on. Okay. Uh, we got an open mic, Joe. Okay. Go ahead. AirPods oh, okay. Plus. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. The question is, are they still any word on when it's going to be released? Is that what your question is? Well, it's, it, it was, I thought it was released sometime last year, but I haven't heard anything this lately on them. Herbie. Okay. Go ahead, Herbie. Are you talking about the AirPods Pro? The, no, the, not not the pro. The I the, thought they're called the plus. They're they're like the pro. Oh no, but you're talking about the AirPods the Max. That's what I think. Oh you're Max. About. Okay, that, yes. they're called Max. Yes, and those have been out for several months now. Yeah, right. So, any so what's your question, on, Marty? What's your well, question? Any new updates on them or anything more about them? Well, they're really expensive. Right? Yeah, I know that. Um, yeah. I mean, there's gonna be a new. I haven't seen anything new posted about them in a while, but as I just mentioned a couple minutes ago, there is going to be an Apple event. Um, I think it's the 23rd. It's one of the, it's the last Tuesday of the month, I think, but AirPods are supposed to be one of the things they're talking about. I don't know if it'll deal with the AirPods Max specifically, but AirPods in general is one of the topics. And I think the HomePod is another one. Um, because I think they're also talking about a newer version of the AirPods Pro, which is supposed to be less expensive. So oh, good. go ahead, Brad. Okay. Yes. All right. Brad, go um, ahead. According to Apple Insider, the rumor is the long-awaited AirTags may oh, make their debut. Oh, yeah, right. really. I have... Get it over with. Drop that other shoe. <laughs> AirTags? What are oh. they? All right. Brad, you want to tell us about some AirTags? Air tags are like, uh, God, what's those other things? Tiles. Everybody knows what they are. Tile, tiles. thank you. They're like Apple's version of the tile things, except they'll probably be smaller, a little dot that you can stick on things. And we'll have to wait till they finally reveal to find more out about it. All right. Well, good question, Marty. Thank you, Herbie and Brad. All right. Who's next? Somebody new hasn't had a turn? This is Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Okay, but one thing I can, my uh, screen isn't telling me when I'm muted or unmuted. It's, right it's okay, you're just fine. I've done it too, don't worry. Okay, um, <laughs> I've been very impressed with several of you folks whenever you're talking about a four finger double tap and you turn somersaults or <laughs> all of those things going on. And I finally realized now I have an SE 2020, but it, uh, you're doing all of those other. Uh, gestures because you don't have a um, home button. Am I correct? All that right. if you, since I have a home button, I don't need all those other ones. This is Brad. Go ahead, Brad. I don't think any of these gestures, I don't think I have anything to do with the home button or the non-home button iPhones. Most of them work on all iPhones. So maybe you want to explain what a four finger double tap does, or maybe that's a four, four, what is the four I finger double that... tap, I believe turns on voiceover help, turns it on, turns it off. Uh, there's a few other gestures that have to do with, see, now I'm thinking three finger quadruple tap, that's something else. <laughs> this is so... The only, the only, the only ones that, that, that you do when you don't have the home button is you tend to drag your finger up from the bottom and yeah. hear a little pop sound, uh, either <laughs> one or you drag farther is for another one, like to open the phone from the home screen is drag up to hear a pop and let go. Or if you want to 
open the app switcher, you will drag up from the bottom until you hear the second pop. And then that will open the app switcher. Same thing as if you press the home button two times. There's also ways to open the notification center or the control panel that involve dragging your finger from the top. Um, and of course you can also use the old fashioned way of touch the status bar and do a three finger swipe down or a three finger swipe up. But uh, there's some gestures that have to do with not having a home button. But I think most of the ones we're talking about here are applicable to all iPhones, home button or otherwise. All right, thank you, Brad. Go ahead, Shree. Uh, I was just gonna say a couple other things, but the, I just heard the four finger. I was just gonna say the four finger single tap on top of the phone will move the voiceover focus to the top left element. And doing a four finger single tap on the bottom of the phone will move the voiceover focus to the bottom right uh, element. And on the newer phones, you can do a four finger triple tap to open um, people detection. Wow. So, okay. Uh, so thank you, Shri. I, I actually have a follow-up for you. Okay, so Joe, I have we answered your question or are you, is there a specific gesture that you're still wondering about or just what these all were or you're just wondering, wondering, yeah, is I was that wondering helpful? what they were all about. Usually okay. I can be able to use my home button to get most of the things done. How do you add things onto the rotor? Oh, what a beautiful question. All right, somebody that hasn't had a chance, does anybody want to explain that or anybody? Well, we might actually do a demo. What do you think, Brad? Yes. Real quick. Go for or, it. Okay. Oh boy. Live demos, Joe. This time one for Sandia to show off. <laughs> this is this <laughs> one's for you, Joe. Let's hope it goes well. All right. Okay. So let's open our phone. Home, Safari. All right, we go to settings. Bard Mobile, settings. One and we're going to go to voiceover. Settings. Search, face ID. Well, we got to go to uh, accessibility. Okay, so we're going to go to settings and then accessibility. So we got to find that. This is on the main settings screen. App Store, wallet, password, mail, contact, calendar. I think I've already missed it. App, app Store, privacy, battery, exposure, emergence, face ID, Serium, wallpaper, accessibility. Oh, there we go. Sorry, I started too far. So it's accessibility, double tap there. Accessibility features help you customize your iPhone for your individual needs. All right. Okay, we're going to look for voiceover. Accessibility, vision, voiceover, on, button. Double tap on it. Voiceover on. And that's always a little disconcerting because you think, oh, if I double tap on it, I'm going to turn it off. But that is not true. You will just go into voice, the further voiceover settings. Okay. Uh, it always used to scare me a little bit. But okay. So moving forward, we're looking for the rotor. Voiceover speaks items up. Tap once to select. Double tap to activate the select. Learn more. Link. It's just giving you, I'm just going to keep swiping till I get to rotor. It's kind of far down. Voiceover prep, speaking rate, speaking rate, speech, prep, voiceover, verbose, audio, but commands, activity, rotor, button. There you are. So there's rotor and then there's one more part. Rotor actions, button. Okay, well, we're going to just talk about rotor. Rotor, button. I think of Shri when I think of rotor actions because I was conflating those. Anyway, so open rotor. Selected, headings. All right, so now what we have is several items that can be added to your rotor. And then 
So as I flick right, I'm going to hear things. Some things are going to say they've been selected and some things that I have not had selected. So you're going to hear voiceover say that. I'm going to start swiping a little bit and just so you can get an idea. Selected characters. So Actions available. Characters is selected. Reorder characters button. And, Draggable. And then what, Actions that, available. what that means is you can move it. So the whole idea is you're putting things in a rotor and you kind of want them, depending on how you use it, you want certain things close together. Like if you're using navigation and to control the granularity, uh, you can navigate by characters or by words or by lines. So it's helpful to have all three of those things, you know, contiguous with one another. So that's why, uh, so that gives you that option. What That's why it says reorder. You, uh, we can move it around. And so I'm just gonna keep swiping right. Selected words. Words. Actions available. And it's selected. So this is so you can keep going. Reorder word. Selected lines. Reorder. Selected. Reorder text selection. Selected activities. Reorder act. Selected. Reorder speaking rate. Volume. Okay. Actions so, available. So here's one that is not selected. I don't have volume in my rotor, but maybe I want to add it because, you know, I'm trying to show off and show Joe that I know what I'm doing here. So I'm going to double tap <laughs> on volume. Selected volume. All right. So now it's there. Okay. So now it's selected. So then let's get out of this. I'm going to just swipe up and we're talking about what Brad did describing how to use your, uh, get out of the, <laughs> get out of an app without a home button. I don't have a home button. This is a 12 pro max. So there's no home button. So I'm going to the bottom and I'm going to swipe up. Setting. All right. So now we're in our home screen and now I'm going to use the rotor gesture. And we're going to look for the volume setting. Containers, volume. So it's there. It just put it in there. I, I didn't decide where, I, I guess I didn't look where it was going to go, but that was not there before. Speaking rate. Okay, so there you go, Joe. I hope that helps. Could you say those uh, steps again, please? Okay, uh, go to settings, accessibility, yes. voiceover, and then go to the rotor and then you can choose what items you want to put in your voiceover rotor. Okay, well, thank and, you very and, much. You know, just a reminder also, I, I mean, it's, it's also, I know we go pretty quickly on this call. So if you ever want to review anything, it's all of our calls are archived and recorded. So uh, yeah, if that, it's, that's helpful and if you need help to find those, we'll be glad to help you with that too. But great, great question, great question. This is Tree. Tree, go ahead, Tree. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure everybody knows that may not know the rotor to when Sandia set that rotor up, the way she invoked it is uh, in multiple ways, but typically you just want to have two fingers going in opposite direction on the screen and that will invoke the rotor. So yes, just, we have whichever some... fingers you use, just make sure you have two fingers going in opposite directions. Right, and we've had, there, it's, it's kind of difficult and some of these young whippersnappers don't remember what a dial is. They've never had a physical radio <laughs> or anything that had a dial. So we're like, they're like, what's a dial on a radio? Like, oh my goodness. So anyway, but okay. So I hope that helps and uh, great question. Okay. All right, who's next? New question? Whippersnapper. Whippersnapper, I like that word. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm 90. Okay, go ahead. Anybody else? New question? If not, I have a question. I'm trying to remember what my question was. Alisa? Alisa, go ahead. 
So somebody mentioned earlier during the call about linking yours, like if you have a Zoom link to link it to contacts, where do you do that in contacts? Where do you do that? So um, does anybody want to explain quickly or anybody, Brad? Because I think anybody? Shelby explained it, but I yeah, couldn't. Shelby can't. explained it. So basically you'll take the link. Our I'm saying it too link. fast. It's okay. Just take the Zoom link that we send out and copy that that HTTP, you know, the link, that just the link, and then put it in the URL field. It's at the very bottom of the contacts. It's way at the bottom. And then once you put it there and then save it as a contact, and then you can, when you want to dial in the next time, you can just click on that. I hope that helps. Good question. We ought to just create a contact card and put it out there for people. I think that would help a lot. What do you think, Brad? Yeah. yeah? I, I think so. Yeah, I think we ought to do that. Okay. Yeah. I'll ask my assistant, my invisible assistant. Okay, who's next? I'm invisible. <laughs> Anybody else? New question? New comment? But Brad, I got a comment. Go ahead, Brad and Terry. Well, an, another good thing to do is if you've got something like the iBug Buzz, which takes place every Monday night, is make a calendar entry. Oh. And you can enter the URL as the location of the event. What? And then it's right there in your calendar on iOS. That, that is Kirby. so fancy. And then we could maybe talk about that at the <clears throat> iBug Cafe, folks. iBug Cafe. Maybe. Be. Maybe so. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. Oh, you know, no, I was just I thinking, got, you know, you know, comment on you know that? Brad's okay. idea, you know, because I talked about this idea last year. Um, you know, iBug could always create a public calendar that people can subscribe to that would have all the events listed it with is. the link and stuff. Ooh, so no, like a true no Twitter master. You never know. You never know, Herbie. This ask is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. Go ahead, Terry. Let's move on. Go ahead, Terry. Um, a comment. I. I, um, because I have, um, once I've opened an app or, or a Zoom link, rather, it goes to my history and I say yes. it'll allow you to save 10 history items. And so iBug is usually in there. The thing is, if you use that uh, history item, you do have to put in by hand the password, or at least I do. I don't know of any way to get around that. But I, I very often use the history um, application in Zoom to, to get into iBug. Thank you. Okay, go ahead, Nancy. Um, I used to love that feature, Terry. And yes, I got frustrated once they, whatever happened, so that that you had to always put in a password for whatever reason. But what I was going to say also with the calendar, I know this is uh, not Macintosh, but for me, uh, once I learned how to do the quick event on the Macintosh and then it shows up on my phone, I put the um, link. There's a place where it says notes or URL button. And then you can um, put the URL in the calendar that way as well. I'm so excited. All my calendar events, all my Zoom 
things. I don't have to keep looking in the um, folder now, my Zoom folder for. Oh, for okay. Very, very good. Very good. Martin, 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 hang on. Okay. I was just going to say one other thing. I'll just bring it back to the phone. And once I put those uh, events on my calendar on the Mac, they come over to my phone. Right. Through iCloud. All right. Very good. Thank you. Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. I used Herbie's trick that he mentioned on here months ago, and it seems to work the quickest for me. Um, what you do is you create a contact and call it iBug today and where the URL goes. Um, you put in, you copy and paste the link for iBug into that for the, for the Zoom link. And then it's in your contacts. You save it, you go to your contacts, you go to iBug and you click on the link and it opens it up right away. Very good. Thank you, Mark. Thanks Marty. to Herbie for that one. All right, Marty. Um, another thing, since all of the iBug events are in the same room, you can take any email, like even if, say, for the Monday night call, you could take the email from the movie or the email from the Apple workshop, any email. On the cell phone. Just, hey, hang on, hang on, Joe. Okay, yeah, and, exactly. Um, you, you could take the email and just click on the link and you're in the room. All you have to do is choose your method of connection. Very good. Okay, go ahead, Joe. You had a question, a follow-up question? No, I'm trying to turn off mute. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Um, is that it? Did you want to be muted or did you have a question? I want to be muted. Oh, you have a mute. Wanted to be muted. Okay. Uh, All right. Who else has a question? Lisa. I just hold on. I see Jeff. Hang on, hang on. Okay, go go ahead, Elisa, and then we'll go to Sandy. Okay, put that. I'll try to remember. Hang on. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Elisa. So where do you find the Zoom history? Because I seen it one time in meetings, but I don't see it no more. What's the latest update? Okay, on your iPhone. Anybody have a quick uh, how to how to find your Zoom history? This is who's this that? Is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. Um, the Zoom history on the iPhone is in the upper right hand corner. Okay, upper right. Close to there. All right, thank you. This Roy. Go ahead, Roy. Okay. You know, oh, 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 sorry. Follow up. Hang on. I'm sorry. Um, hang, hang on, Sandy. Do you have a new question? Hold on one second. Hold on. Okay, so go ahead, uh, Roy. Put the mute. I saw what you did, Jim. You had the video on, and then you turned the video off. The mute button is right next to the video. When you activate the Zoom app, you go to join and then you'll find history. But my question is, if you have lots of items in your history, I know you can clear them all, but can you delete one item out of your history list? Uh, that was a great question. Anybody have any suggestions? Okay, Brad, go ahead. That would be a no. (laughs) You can clear clear them all or that's it. This is Herbie. Not just delete a single one. 
All right, Herbie, go ahead. I think that it may even be the case on the computer. Um, but what I was going to say in regards to not being able to delete individual things, because there's some I'd like to get rid of too, but um, two things on the history that are important. First of all, make sure you're signed into your Zoom account. Um, I don't know if you'll get a Zoom history otherwise. Also, one thing I noticed is if your internet connection is non-existent, you will not be able to access your Zoom history. So... Okay. Thank you, Herbie. All right. This is, this is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. Um, if you don't have a Zoom account, because I don't, you still get a history of all the Zoom rooms that you've been in. Okay. Thank you, Marty. Yep. All right. Any final questions on Zoom? Anybody? It's Roy again. Roy, go ahead, Roy. Just one thing about the history, if you went to a different device, if you weren't signed in, that history wouldn't show up on a second device. Just Right, so it's always a good idea to have an account. Uh, that way, uh, you always you can go to a computer, you can go to your other iPad or your iPhone or whatever. This, so, this yeah. is Brad. Go ahead, Brad. Even if you have an account, your device, your history is device specific. Is it? Oh, sorry. Okay. Absolutely. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. This is Shree. Shree. New question. Good. Thank you. Uh, I'm looking to see if anyone's got a good recommendation for a game on your iPhone that's fully voiceover and it's fun to play. Oh, good question. This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Dice World. Oh, yes, of you course. Dice fun World. games. Also, there are the, if it, there's also like Blindfold has a whole series of games. Um, those are good too. So, yes, and my, there's also among those. So anybody else? Sorry, before I start chiming in, anybody else have any recommendations for accessible games other than those that were mentioned? Elisa? Go ahead, Elisa. Dice World is a good one. I agree with yeah. Herbie. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what Herbie just said. Anybody, anything else you want to recommend, or any other one you want? No, I think that okay. one. Okay, all right. Thank you, Elisa. Uh, Kathy, yes. go ahead, Kathy. You know, um, I think it's still there. Moxie too. Oh, Moxie. It was a, It's um, like describe it. It's yeah, a, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, it's kind of a word game. There's you have three lines and you get random letters and you have to put the letter somewhere on the line and you get points when you make words. Oh. And there's different games like there's an animal one and there's specific animals that you get points for. Huh. And so how, how do you spell track. it? How, how do you spell the name the game name? Uh, I think it's M O X. Uh, okay. Well, if you put M O X, it'll. But it's definitely Moxie too, because there was a point where the phone was, it didn't upgrade. So it wasn't as, you know, but, but it's nice the way you put the letters in, it works fine. And it keeps track of your score and it, and everybody who plays gets a score. So it'll always show like, um, I think if you're in the 5,000s, like the first time I played, I thought, you know, 200 was good or 1600, but people that are really good get into six or 7,000 points oh, per game. Wow. And you can look at the list of all the people who've ever played and see where you fall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or don't. Cool. This is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. Thanks, Kathy. Go ahead, Terry. 
Um, there is a, um, <clears throat> a WhatsApp chat group uh, that talks about games that are accessible to people who are blind or visually impaired. So if you're involved at all in WhatsApp or you want to be, um, there is a chat group that talks about bazillions of games that are available on your iPhone and your iDevices all right. that are and specifically for people who are blind or visually impaired. Perfect. Thank you. Paid and unpaid. Paid and unpaid. Um, yes, exactly. Um, and we also, iBug does our summer games, usually in the month of July, and we've you know done it pretty regularly for the last couple of years. So there is the one from last July. We talked a lot about a lot of fun games. And uh, if you're into crosswords, I know there's something called Four Down. Uh, there are a lot of word games, word associate, you know, I associate, I think is one of the word games. So it depends. There's Jeopardy. One of my favorites is out there. Uh, there's in that blindfold series are a lot of different games. They have like knockoff, you know, different names, but it's really, it'll tell you what it really is. You know, they have like a different name. They don't call it family feud. They call it something else, but it'll, you'll kind of know what it really is. So I hope that helps you. It's a good question. This is Kathy. Go ahead, Kathy. So for anybody who plays the blindfold games, um, a couple of my favorites, I since I got my new phone, of course, I had to re-download some of them and they, they work strangely. Like um, I like Ear Wheel of Fortune, whatever it's called. And now when I put my finger on the screen, it used to be like you'd take two fingers to roll to roll for a letter you take two fingers and what swipe down but now whenever i touch the screen it says something else like some it says some part of the screen it doesn't i can't make it do any of the things that used to do i'm not sure what what i need to change okay anybody know this what is freddie freddie go ahead freddie i remember you demoed a uh, the chess game that time and i I like that. I, I never did get the app or anything, but I like that. Oh, yeah. Shredder. It's called Shredder. I just remembered that. But okay. Thank you. Yes, that was. This is Brad. Brad, go ahead. I'm wondering if it was a Kathy talking about that her um, blindfold wheel of fortune or whatever it's really called game. I wonder if she can have screen recognition turned on. It's a new thing in iOS 14. It's causing a lot of issues for some people on some apps. How do you turn um, it off? You know, I'm not that good with it. Um, I know you need to put, I know you need to go to the rotor, which we've learned how to use and make sure it's in the rotor. Okay. And then if you go to an app and there's something going on, a lot of times you go to your rotor and you can flick up or down to turn it on or off. You know, Maybe somebody else has more familiarity with it than I do. It talks about the fact that you can do gestures and you can do a keyboard. And I'm not sure if what I was doing were are considered gestures. You know, it used to just be the way you work the game. What, you know, anything you, you touch or tap or do anything on the screen is generally considered a gesture. Mm -hmm. All right. Maybe they have keyboard commands for it. I don't know. Okay, thank you, Kathy. Anybody else with a new question? 
Well, I have a quick question. I have had an issue where when I try to go and fill out a website, you know, we talked about autofill, you know, different things. And so sometimes what I'm finding is it, it says fill SRA, whatever the email address, you know, it says you want to go ahead and put this password in there. And I, I don't even, I, I feel like I get, I don't ever get to type in the email. I, I guess my question is with the autofill, uh, is, that's connected to Keychain, right? So you'd have to get all your passwords set up in Keychain before you start using autofill. I'm assuming that's right. Is that right? Does that make sense? Or... That's right. Yeah. I think so. I mean, your keychain is you go to a website and sometimes these things translate over to apps. It depends on the, the app. Um, but yeah, if you've saved it in keychain and you'll tap on the user ID field or the password field, if you look above the keyboard, it should have whatever's in um, keychain there. And sometimes you might even have more than one, depending upon what it is. Like I've had one of my health apps, there was something where I had to go to set it up and then the actual app or the website and they use the same password. So it keeps showing me two of them. I'd like to get rid of one of them. So there's only one, but that's usually what it is. And then this I've learned true. on a, on a, on a phone with face ID, when you tap on that, you better be looking where the face ID sensor is because it's going to instantly want to do face ID on you. Right, right. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Terry Ann. I don't use Keychain, but when I go to sign in to um, a Zoom, uh, or not sign in, but to request to be added to a Zoom call on the day that it is available and they send me ahead of time the Zoom link, um, I am able to use autofill to put in my first name, last name, um, email address. It doesn't ask me for a password and when it does, there isn't a password. It, um, but I don't use uh, I don't use Keychain, and I'm still able to do that for certain uh, websites. Okay. And yeah. it's right above the keyboard, and you just put your finger up there, and it says autofill, and it it actually has my first name where it's wanting me to enter the first name, and I just double tap on it, and then the last name, and then the email address, and then uh, it's not join, but uh, submit and then it comes back with a confirmation link so that I'm set up for whenever that that link is that I need for the Zoom call whenever that Zoom call is to happen. Oh, okay, yeah, the autofill is we. This is Andrew. Go ahead, Andrew. Go so ahead. I've been quiet the whole time. I but, know. Um, Are you asleep? You're awake, right? <laughs> at least, yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Um, there's there's a couple of. Um, issues that are a couple of comments I wanted to make. The first is that um, Apple has opened things up a little bit more in terms of password apps. I actually use a different, I use a bit of Keychain. Some of my passwords are in Keychain, but some of them are actually in um, another app that I use for passwords. And it can, and um, if you give it permission, we'll pull from either app. So um, 
that's one thing to note is that they don't always have to be in just Keychain. You can actually use other password um, apps for it. Oh, okay. And the second is that Keychain and Autofill are completely different. So Keychain oh. is, is meant to... Um, is to store uh, passwords and emails and usernames um, for specific login information for websites and now for apps in general. Um, autofill, it pulls from your contact information that you've actually specified you are, you know, you've actually said, this is my contact information. And then the system will then say, okay, you're filling it out for yourself. So I can go ahead and autofill if you would, if you would like. So there's, there's two different, um, so it's kind of two different issues there. Oh, beautiful. And, you know, I'm, for everybody, I'm just teasing poor, poor Andrew's, like we said, in France. And it's what time is it now, Andrew? Four, three? Uh, it's almost 4.30 now. Oh, in my France. gosh. Well, you are awesome. Thank you so much. And so coherent. I mean, right, Brad? We're pretty good, right? It's, At and it's, in, it's 4.30 in the morning, by the way. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 4.30 in the morning. Well, we are so glad you're here. And thank you for your your answer and clarification and we hope you'll come back and we're sorry you're missing sleep but uh welcome to you and uh, we're really happy that everybody is here tonight sleep and we well are at the missed. end of our call what brad sleep well missed <laughs> well we oh, well we feel very honored that we are oh, he's awake at this time so all right, so welcome to, I mean, so we uh, thank everybody for participating. Thank you, Brad, for helping me out tonight. My and pleasure. we will be back. See you all on Thursday for Book Club, Friday for the movie on Golden Pond, and then iBug Cafe on Sunday, four to six. All right, good night, y'all. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good crowd for the movie. All right. Bye. Bye. Good night, everybody. Good night. Have good a night. good week. You too. Bye.